from the COVID-19 free studio in Stockton, California. The boys are back, motherfucker! And today's special guest, USC Ultimate Fighter winner, all-around badass, 10th planet, black belt. Ladies and gentlemen, JT Taylor, Jesse Money, Jesse Taylor! And your host, this man is so rich. He's got Mayor Tubbs, direct phone line, and he's also been vaccinated from COVID-19. Ladies and gentlemen, the richest man in Southern California, the multi-million dollar champion, in the world, undefeated fighter, professional wrestling legend, hustler, manager, extraordinaire, ladies and gentlemen, you love this man, give it up for the one, the only, Big M. We're back, bitches. Nice job, wow, outstanding. You didn't miss a beat. You came right back into it, and you nailed it, and I actually fucked it up, and we had to redo it. That's the thing about some people. Some people change, but Big MF doesn't change. <laughs> well, I want to remind you guys, while you ponder that, make sure you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. If you leave, leave a negative review, I promise I'm going to read it. It's my favorite part of the program. Please have the guts to send the location. Yeah. Name it. Name your time and name your place. So we are glad to be back. We got a great show. We got JT Money lined up. Interested to talk to him. I want to hear what his take is on snitches. There's a lot of snitches in the jujitsu community. Oh, those guys are still having classes. I'm gonna call the mayor and get my reward. <laughs> you it's know, not safe. It's not safe because of COVID nineteen. The funny thing is, is uh, people are gonna die. All your favorite jujitsu stars are training. They never stopped. They never stopped. None of them. You know they didn't. They all have been training since everyone's gone into lockdown. The top guys have been training. They're not going to stop. I trained in my garage at the Big MF compound the other day. Garage. I had some of my homies came through. Anthony Garcia. Now you're going to out your friends. Luis Ruiz. Well, yeah, of course, I, I tell these guys, hey, look, man, don't post about this because there's a lot of motherfucking snitches. Yeah. And then, okay, let's take a picture, though. Let's just post it later. This is our first little workout and i had um i had the homie um um i had a lot of homies there just a few it was it the, the, the solids the was well, the first thing they do is they start posting the pictures online so i said fuck it and then i'm not gonna hide this is yeah. what i'm doing if you don't like it get in line get in line <laughs> and get your ass whooped what is it there's a long line of people that want to go one-on-one -on -one with big mf there is there i ain't is. got a problem with none of you because i'll beat all your asses <laughs> Listen, there's a handful of people, I believe this with all of my heart. There's only a, if you look at the whole world, there's a small percentage of people that could actually kick my ass. Right. And most of these people, they're not one of them. They're not. I, I, I think you're right. And I mean, I believe that about you since the time I was about seven. <laughs> <laughs> my, my whole de facto thing was always this. Well, if I can't whoop them, Matt can. And if Matt can't, Supercuz can. And then. That's, and not, then, a bad, that's not bad logic. It's not bad though. And then on, at the end of that, I thought we had our crazy uncle, Daddy Bob, because in my mind, he could whoop everyone's ass at the time. 
So I just assumed that he was at the top of the food chain. Now I got to hand it to you. I really got to, cause I don't, I got to give you your props. Cause I never thought you'd be anything in any sort of motion. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought you'd, I never thought that you would amount to anything. You were the weakest one among us. You were the one who ate last. You were the one who had the least amount of say, cause we could all beat your ass. And even when you started in jujitsu, I was really, I, I encouraged you, but I thought, eh. Oh my eh, God. You used to run uh, me over with a truck. Eh. You're, I would, I would try to encourage, but you know, you, you've, you've become a legitimate black belt. Yeah. And I respect you for it. Yeah. Well, that's a big compliment coming from Matt, from, from Big MF, because Big MF doesn't hand out compliments that easily. I hand out beatdowns. You hand out beatdowns. Hey, do me a favor. Will you open up that door right behind you that leads to the uh, carport? It'll like, uh, It'll cool it off in here for, for everybody. And I flipped the camera. So, yeah. Oh, that's better. Rad, thanks. So, yeah, man. I don't know, dude. You're right. Uh, I was the kid that when we danced to the Michael Jackson record, I, I always got stuck with a shitty song. You know what I mean? Like, everybody picked their songs. I'm dancing to Beat It. I'm dancing to Thriller. I'm dancing to Billie Jean. I was dancing to, like, one of the fucktard songs at the end of the album. You know what I mean? Like, I'll break dance to that. Yeah, because you just got what was left over. Got what was left. You were the rat that ate last. I couldn't shoot the basketball overhand. I had to shoot granny style. You couldn't throw a baseball from shortstop to first base. No, couldn't do it. Couldn't run. And I thought I was fast I mean, until... You had no strength. You had no speed. I thought I was fast until I met another kid. You could even pick up like a five pound, something that weighed five pounds. You couldn't pick it up. <laughs> I couldn't pick it up, man. I was undernourished. My mom wouldn't let me go outside. You were a good cheater, though. He, he, like it, When it came to me fighting somebody... You were the guy that would grab the ankle and bite it. <laughs> you remember when you got in a fight with... So my cousin Matt got in a fight with this other kid at church. Oh, man, that kid was tough. Since then, he's gone to prison more times than I could count. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to the fight him now. The motherfucker's got tattoos on his face. was twice my size. <laughs> and uh, all I remember is you got in a fight with him outside, and I felt like you needed help, so I got down... I needed help. ...on the ground, and I bit that motherfucker on the ankle. This, I bit him in his Achilles, dude, as hard as I could. You gave me the opening that I needed. <laughs> this guy was twice my size, but I had this thing in me. They gave me a chance to not fight him. Yeah. They were like, you could back down now if you want. I, I, but I'm big. I was big MF when I was little MF. Yeah, I right. couldn't back down. Right. So I'm going to fight this guy. And at that moment, I had never really been punched that hard in the face before. Sure. I'd been punched in the body, but, you know, our... It's cracking me in the face. I'm like, oh my God, this, these face punches really hurt. Well, you're talking about a kid whose dad, when he would have differences with his older brother, his dad would put the gloves on and go in the backyard. Animals. They were wild. They were wild. I don't know. Even even by today's standards, these kids were wild. They were 10 years old They're driving even cars. More wilder. They stole cars from their teachers. Yeah. From their teachers. They stole their cars from I school. They, 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 they cut school and they, they were wild animals. Didn't one of them have a girlfriend, like a live in girl? girlfriend and they didn't even know he, he was, had it when he was like 13 14 years <laughs> lead, i mean i had to fight this guy so i and you bit his ankle yeah and, then, and and when you bit his ankle i landed a good clean shot right in his fucking eyeball yeah that was nice good times we did that, that was, i forgot about that fight i always think Remember about my fight? fights and i think about like my toughest fights like yeah even like tough sparring sessions i yeah. forgot that one ranks up there very high even though you were a kid it was still a tough fight right 
It was a very tough fight, and it really it bothered him forever that he didn't just destroy me because he was so much bigger. He got cheated against. Does he even remember that uh, it was a two on one? You bit his ankle. It was like one and a quarter. I was like a quarter of a person. You bit that motherfucker's ankle. <laughs> it was effective though, right? It was very effective. It, it got me back in the fight. <laughs> when you were my size at that time, you had to be very effective at your attack. Otherwise, you would. I, there was a lot of times I tried to attack. I wonder, super like, cause. what made you think I'm going to bite his ankle? Well, it was like you remember. Rowdy Piper in Cowboy uh, Bob oh, Orton. Of course. Remember how one would get down on his hands and knees of and course. Piper would push him? So of I course. got down and I saw his ankle and I said, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going for it. <laughs> and I sunk my teeth into it. And I was probably, what, five or six Dude, years old? I remember seven. it. Finally, someone came outside of the church and they broke the fight up. And I was thinking... I, I was acting like I still wanted to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to grab him and I was thinking, yeah. thank God. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you were employing theatrics in the fighting even back then. Like, you know, like, uh, get him off me. Like, don't hold me back. I'm going to get him. Like, yo, you, you're lucky. I was selling it that I wanted. Yeah. yeah, I was selling it. Yeah. That was outstanding. I think, um, you know, we like to rabble rouse that, that, a little bit. David Sump, man. You, that fight, brother, made me the man that I, 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 I got. How how young was I? Six, seven, eight? I don't know. You're a little older than that. I don't think so, man. That was on Lindsay Street. So I, I had to be like five years old then. I mean, that fight taught me how to be a man. The first guy that ever cracked old. me in the face, <laughs> that, that that like rocked me, that made my knees buckle. Like he buckled you. You're talking about a kid that had a mohawk in the third grade when no one had mohawks. A kid, a kid that fought grown men. Like, yeah. He was famous. He went. To, he was in prison by the time he was 19. Yeah. He was committing crimes, driving across. Well, hey, I don't know anything that he's did allegedly, so uh, he seems like a good person to me. I don't know. Yeah, outstanding. Crazy times, though, right? Man, that's insane. That was a great oh, fight. Man, what a great memory, man. I, right. I wish I could hang out with that guy and drink a beer right now. I wish I could bring those old fights up. In fact, dude, I got to show you this before you go. I got video of Grandma Dodo and Daddy Bob. You showed me some of that. And... My, our crazy uncle's going off, man. But the shit he's talking about is so profound, it makes sense now when you watch it. You're like, oh, wow, yeah, they're going to do that. Anyway, enough about that. So, dude, the UFC, man, did you see these fights? I lost three. I lost two out of three of the bets. Let me tell you the bets that I made, and then you tell me if you think I'm stupid, okay? You ready? I, I picked Matt Brown. That's not a bad bet. Okay, he was going up against. Let me pull up the uh, the uh, cat he was going against. Um, UFC fight night. Walt Harris. It was the Harris Overeem fight. Uh, that card. Let's look at the whole card here if we could see it. Jamie, pull up the card. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. <laughs> Fucking Jamie. Okay. Uh, here we go. I okay. So let me let me tell you my uh, my picks. God dang it. Come on, man. Get home back here. I went with Matt Brown over um, the dude he was fighting. Not a bad pick. And he rocked the guy. He knocked his mouthpiece out of his mouth. He did well, but this guy ended up being younger and faster. And see, I didn't see it. Fucked him up. So I lost. I, and so that immediately lost my parlay. That was out the window because I lost oh, you my You can do parlays? Part. Yes. Oh, cousin. And then cousin, I picked cousin. I picked. I tell you how much I love you, <laughs> Claudia Gadella over not Angela bad, Hill. Not a bad one. She won. All right. And then, of course, I picked Harris over Overeem. Oh, and Overeem that was a bad her. one. He was. Dude, you didn't know he was eating horse meat. <laughs> I just felt like, dude, the whole world was on Walt Harris. He side. was literally eating horse balls for that fight. 
Overeem looks like he ate little Overeem. Like he literally ate himself and now he's a new vert. He's so fucking big. This dude. is the Overeem that fucked up Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah, he's it is. Eating cow balls. Cow nuts. Horse balls. Horse nuts. I mean, he, he's, been he's sucking, ridiculous. He's been sucking testosterone right out of horse nuts. <laughs> he has these testosterone lollipops. He figured out a natural way to get testosterone. You eat horse balls. You know how they have like THC lollipops. They should have TRT lollipops. They have T. They have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. TRT. You know what That's I mean? A good idea. You know, you just suck on it. I popsicles. Mean, I would suck on lollipop all day. If you had all TRT day. in it. <laughs> you would overdose. Like you're not overdose. You take way too much, though, right? Not me. Come on now. I don't. I'm natural. You're all natural. All natural. But if you could get baby. it as a lollipop, you might go overboard. You know? No, I would rather inject it right so, into my blood. So did you watch UFC 249? I missed it. 249 last well, Saturday? Oh, yeah, I did watch it. Uh, Ferguson Gaethje. I watched it at home. What were your thoughts on that, man? Like, let's let's talk about that just quick, because obviously the the Ferguson, I was disappointed because I wanted Tony to win for sure, but goddamn, like, Gaethje looked really fucking good. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'm, you know, I think that um, it's one of those deals where the guy, Ferguson, has been training for a fight for a long time, and the other guy takes a fight on short notice but the dude on short notice comes in with more of an advantage he's less beat up he's got less pressure he's ready to rock he's ready to roll and he fucks him up sometimes coming in on short notice you have nothing to lose you know it's well like, it's almost like a, a good feeling i think it's like a biz being said when he knocked out luke cockold when um he said that you know he's been in training camp his best training camps are his first three weeks yeah. And then by the time the fight rolls around, he feels like shit. He's exhausted. So, and I think it's the mental anguish and the mental pressure and you bypass all that and you just go right to the fight. You think, you think, you know, I was thinking about this and that's an interesting thing, but do you think they will ever figure out the fighter schedule better to where they go? Like, look, you need to maintain this level of fitness. Like just in general, I think it's mental. And then, well, hold on though, to hear that, hear the whole idea out. Like instead of going like, I'm going to party, like a party for a few days. Okay. I get that. It's a big deal. Right. But then don't gain like 35 pounds, right? Get back into it. Not hardcore, but maintain a certain general level of fitness and then only have like three week fight camps like intense three weeks, get in there and fight and then back off again. Well, the reason why I think the three week fight camp worked for Bisbee though, is the mental aspect of it. He mentally didn't psych himself out. I, like with fucking, um, Cowboy Cerrone in his last, when his fight against Conor McGregor, yeah. he said by the time the fight came, he didn't want to be there. And I think it's all the thinking and all the pressure and all that time you get to think and think and think, and think, and think and think and think and think. It fucks you up yeah. and you can't pull the fucking trigger. Yeah. And it's hard. It, it's fucking hard to hear a guy like Cerrone say that. You, you know, you're talking about a guy that has, I think he has the most UFC fights. A lot of fights. Or he's up near the top or at the top, right? He's a, arguably, I think he's a Hall of Fame fighter. Just he never he's, won a title. He's, he's had so many fucking fights. Though. I feel like he's Mike Schmidt. You know, he's like, he's like that guy, right? I don't think Schmidt ever won a title. Dan Marino, well, Marino's got a lot of records, but. Very popular fighter. Great fighter. For his time, gimmick. for his time period, he's a pretty great fighter. Like he's beat a lot of high level guys. Don't you think? I like his gimmick. Yeah, I like the cowboy hat, like the beer drink. For sure, I like the gimmick. He's got a good persona. He does great character, and he, you know, he he's a great fighter. But even with all that experience, it can still get it. That shows you what star power McGregor has. 
Cause I guarantee, and I don't, this is not a knock on anybody else, but like if he's fighting Carlos Condit, he's not as nervous about this whole thing. It's going into it against it's Connor fucking McGregor. Such a big show. There's so much on the line. If you beat McGregor, when you fight McGregor, it's just like, even, um, I know they're talking Oscar De La Hoya McGregor now. <laughs> fucking Oscar De La Hoya. And the first thing, you know, the first, when they started talking Oscar McGregor, the first thing Oscar did was he put on a pair of red panties. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh man, that's great. I can only imagine if that fight happens, the talk that will go down. Will Connor stay will Connor steer clear of Oscar dressing up like a girl or will he dive right into it? He's gotta dive into it. If Does he doesn't he? dive he went balls deep on Floyd. He got racial with him. He went crazy Irish he didn't guy. Get racial. A little bit. A little you know, bit. People made a big deal about it. A little bit. What did he do that was racial? We called him boy. They got homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> How come in the ultimate man sport, it's totally okay if they get homophobic? Like, nobody know, policed it, it. it. I think Roger Mayweather said it best. And they're like, do you think that Conor McGregor was saying racist things to your son? He's like, <laughs> they finna fight each other. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> they, they finna fight each other like... Like, duh, they're going to fucking punch each other and do physical harm. fuck each other up. Why do you give a fuck about someone's racist? <laughs> Some words that they're saying. <laughs> that's all, like, wouldn't you agree that's all words part of matter, the... Words matter, though, bro. It, it is, but it's part of the gimmick. It is a part of the gimmick. Like, right. fucking um, Ali Frazier. Frazier never got over the shit that Ali said to him, <laughs> ever. And Ali probably... Carried to his death. Ali probably never even thought twice about what came out of his mouth. After he said it, no, I'm sure. He he usually, care. the guy that offends you that, that doesn't really think about it that he doesn't much. care, right? It's the guy that gets offended that right. cares. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. Too bad for Ferguson, though. You know, Ferguson's got the worst luck. You think so? Oh, I mean, God, the, I think luck wise, yeah, horrible luck. Yeah, and I think it just makes um Khabib sitting pretty there in Russia, waiting for this thing to be over. I mean, it's going to be Khabib time. Who, who, right who, now, right now, Corona time, but soon be Khabib time. You know who I think I will come. <laughs> I will come with ISIS. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're an idiot. You know who I think people want to see. They're going to want to see Khabib and Gaethje. That's what I think they're going to want to see. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Gaethje looks impressive, but is Gaethje a star that's going to bring in like, I mean, who knows? Right. I don't like his name. Gaethje. It just sounds dumb. <laughs> it's hard to does pronounce. He a, does he even have a nickname? Mm -mm. It, he's hard to pronounce, he's which like, is tricky no, for people. The, the, the charisma is not there. I, I, I've watched so many fights, and, I, and, and I've been around fighting for so long that I only get excited about guys who could really make a fight big. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Gaethje's that guy. You don't think so? Tony could have been that guy. Maybe he's kind of weird. At, he's kind of crazy and weird. That, you know, Nate's, I mean, Nate's obviously just taking advantage of the opportunities and, and Nick and McGregor and some, of, and some of these guys. But if you can't make this thing exciting and if you can't create a buzz where people really want to see what's going to happen, you look at Khabib. That motherfucker jumped over a fucking fence and beat somebody up. That's yeah. legendary. He beat up, he right. beat McGregor and then he beat up his team. Gangster. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's conviction. That's he flew like a fucking eagle. He's a real fighter. And he beat Dylan Dennis's ass. He's a real fighter. He's the kind of guy that you can't talk internet shit to. Cause if he sees you, he'll, he'll slap hit you. you. <laughs> he'll hit you. Right? Like, you know, it's funny. Like, you know, you know, you're a 10th planet guy. I trained with, I love 10th planet, but yeah. they were so big on Tony, which is great. Yeah. But I was talking to these dudes and they're like, 
Khabib scared of Tony. I'm like, are you guys out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Khabib is a Muslim. Khabib has no fear. He believes in Allah. He'll die for what he believes in. You think he's scared of Tony? He's he's definitely. I mean, I I think you have to be honest and say that his religious dedication and commitment definitely plays a he factor. He prays three times a yeah. day. I mean, he's devout. He doesn't eat pork. He's devout. He doesn't sleep with Western women. Do you think if there was a fundamentalist Christian fighter <laughs> who was hardcore, like ne he wouldn't even wear shorts, Evander? he wears spats. Well, Evander was pretty... He, Evander was... Evander said when Mike Tyson beat him, he was he was in the ring. When he beat him, he was in the ring praying in the spirit. I know, but Evander was dinking like four or five girls at All a time. All Western Christians do that, though. <laughs> I mean, like... Don't you know that? <laughs> I mean, like, real devout. If you were so devout, then you could... You know, I don't know. I think you can... Uh, I think that if you have anything that Well, usually when fighters turn Christian, they start losing. That you're super... F yeah, well, they turned Christian because they because started Christian losing. Christian is different than the Islams. The Islams are fighting and the Christians are taught not to fight. Uh, yeah, perhaps. They yeah, lose their... Right. Look at fucking... Um, like, uh, what's his name? The guy that left the UFC. Um, Rory. Oh, yeah. He said since he became... He, he had that fight and he was like, since I became a Christian, I don't have... The killer instinct. Look what happened to, to fucking um, um, Quentin Jackson. When he went pro-Christian, he started losing. <laughs> Maybe that's Vitor the gimmick. Belford. Send a bunch of Christian people to your opponent's house before the fight just to soften them up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have a car park out in the front with John 316 written on it. I'm going to blare scriptures at Blast it's, them at them. Just. It's such a sport of a fucking killer, you know? Yeah, you have to be willing to die. You really do. A lot of guys say or like kill. A lot of guys, yeah, which is even harder. More people are willing to die than they are willing to kill. I'm just willing to kill. I'm not willing are you? to die. No, you're a weasel. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't hit a man with glasses, right? Uh, JT Money said he needs about 30 minutes. So Jesse Taylor. I figure we can afford him that benefit. What's he doing? He's, in, he's under lockdown. What's he doing? He needs 30 minutes. I want to know. He's moving some shit around, he said. I thought he's selling his cage. <laughs> is he really? You want to buy it? No. I don't have anywhere to put a cage. Put it at my place. <laughs> yeah, buy it and put it at your place. I yeah. got a gold mine right now. I I'll have take a wrestling care ring that somebody else bought. I have mats that somebody else bought. I have punching bags that somebody else bought. I have a whole system that somebody else bought. Yeah, I'm not pay for any of this I, shit. I've been onto your game for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the Big MF compound. The Big MF. You better be careful. They're going to come after you like they came after Waco. You'll be oh, the no, modern day won't. Waco guy. They ain't taking me out. They ain't taking me out. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to have Chris Moriarty on. He's a, a doctor. Jujitsu black belt. Oh, he's that guy that was going blah, 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 <laughs> blah. I know you're talking about. He was like, this is the safety of like, you know, he was like, this is how you got to train. If you're going to train he, under COVID-19. I know you're you're having fun. He's a very nice. He's a very nice guy. No, he's not. He's stupid. I've never. That's I. He's I, not. I don't even think he's a real doctor. You're not doing. You're not doing me any favors. I actually have to talk to this guy. He sucks. <laughs> I would never see him if I was a patient. He'd be the kind of doctor. Like when I go to a doctor, this is what I want. I want a doctor who will give me some of the things that I want. What do you want? Uh, Viagra's. <laughs> Uh, Provigils. <laughs> um, I could get my own testosterone. Viagra's or some sort of dick pills. Provigils. Maybe some Xanaxes. I like to chill sometimes. 
And like, so if the doctor will give me some of that, then I'll do the other shit that he wants me to do that I don't want to do. And that's Wonder Grown. <laughs> but now I, I had a, I had a doctor that I used to like, dude. I could tell this guy anything. Like, right. he was. Cool, I have had man. doctors like that. I could tell him that you know anything. It didn't. I could tell him how many girls I was fucking. He, he didn't care. He was cool, and he would give me a few things that I wanted. Damn, but I had to go do you. a few of the things that he wanted. Oh, okay. So, uh, that guy. I hadn't been to the doctor. Like, what kinds of things did he want you to do? He wanted me to get tests. He wanted me to quit doing this. He wanted oh. me to get this blood work done. Come back and see me and we'll do this. Yeah. You know, he, if, he wanted me to do certain things and he would give me some of the stuff that, that he was looking out for you. I wanted. Yeah. The guy was so cool. Like, so I was on antidepressants. I was uh-huh. really depressed at the time. So I was going through my divorce. I wanted to yeah. fucking kill myself, really. Yeah. And so he was like, taking antidepressants. And then I'm like, man, you know, I, I'm like, this is really fucking my dick up. Little MF. It's fucking my dick up, you know? And, and then he's like, listen, you should probably keep taking this because you've been really depressed, but you can just stop jerking off. Just fuck girls. <laughs> <laughs> Your doctor told you this. Yeah. So stop jerking off all the time. <laughs> did he, say, yeah, did and I he did. actually say jerking off? I reluctantly stopped beating off every day. And Doctor's it, orders. Yeah. I mean, how, how big of a jerk do you feel like you are if you jerk off against doctor's orders? <laughs> It's like, now you're a real pervert, right? Man, I've been jerking off every day since I was 11 years old. I don't think I've gone more than two days without jerking off. What if doctor said, look, man, you have completely taxed out your jizz system and you have to take a three-week break or you may never be able to use this again? There was one time in my life that I took a break because I was going to church and I felt guilty. I felt like it was a sin to jerk off. Oh, yeah. And I ended up having my first wet dream. (laughs) After a day and a half. I woke up jizzing in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh it's my gotta god out, bro. it's gotta get out bro it's gotta get, get it's out it's gotta get out one way or the other right that's how because i remember i was in sex education talking about wet dream. i never had a wet dream i know what a fucking because i was straining my shit all the time so i never had one i was like, jerking off all the time in the sixth grade daily all the time so like I, it wasn't until i was like a teenager that I, I i was had a moment where i was like you know i want i want to serve the lord and right all this other bullshit and like i fucking quit jerking off and within two weeks i had a wet dream <laughs> how happy were you you know it felt pretty good did you feel guilty though did you pray about it i was like what the fuck yeah i woke up i was sleeping on the couch yeah i woke up with a giant fucking mess <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> it was like one other time. One other time. Listen, we're telling jizz stories, right? So we got 30 minutes to fuck you. No, we're telling jizz stories. So one other time in my life, I was walking the straight and narrow. I was real. I wanted to be, I wanted to be a preacher. Right. I was walking. I was living the life, brother. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't fucking. I had a girlfriend. Yeah. I was abstaining from, but I was so, so horny. I couldn't fucking believe it. I was so horny. I couldn't take it. I was at my girlfriend's house. We almost fooled around a little bit, so I ended up running to the bathroom and jerking off inside in, in, in her bathroom. And when I jizzed, it shot up in the air and it hit the fucking ceiling. Oh my god! That's how I bad know I what girl this was. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. Wow. I just I blasted the ceiling with jizz. <laughs> so ever since then, I'm like, you know what? I just got to fucking jerk off. Men are we're so we're so into it that it'll actually happen in your dream if you don't manually do it. You like it's, it's gonna <laughs> gonna happen. Yeah. No, I isn't that weird? Not really. It makes sense to me. Makes sense to you. Thanks. You just put it right there. Yeah, that's perfect. A producer Noah getting a fan set up. 
Yeah, he's, we need a fan because he's hot, man. I've been you're you're making me hot, dude. You're like you're literally been making drinking me hot. and partying. COVID part. I'm going to COVID parties. You're going to COVID <laughs> COVID parties. No matter what happens, there's always going to be people that are going to work against what other people are doing. No matter what, just by nature of the way humans are, right? Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're going to do something there's opposite. Babies. There's always pussies and snitches. Snitches. Well, man, dude, it's like. It kind of sucks. I feel bad for people, especially people that go like, I'm going to take a chance and you know, I'm going to open up or I'm going to do something. And then they get ratted on or they get in trouble. And I guess what's weird is some communities are coming down way harder than others. Like some areas don't seem like they care at all. They're not even paying attention. And then other areas, it seems like if you do like one thing wrong, if there's too many woke people in your neighborhood, like your ass is grass, dude, you're going to get in trouble. Big trouble. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, see, this is where a town like Stockton and Manteca, Tracy, all these Central Valley towns, there's already a thriving black market in the Central Valley because there's a bunch of poor motherfuckers, dude. It's a bunch of regular That's what I love people. About stocks and I can get whatever I want. You, you drugs, act, you can guns. I know whatever you want. You can. You're you can, whatever you want to sell. Whatever I want to sell, I could sell it. Whatever I want to buy, I could buy it. Absolutely, you're right. And, and and so in that sense, when something like this happens, a lot of times enforcement is like, oh yeah, okay, like whatever. They don't I'll even care. You, I'll tell you another thing about yeah. I, I know some people in law enforcement. That's always a plus. The other thing is, I have some friends that I I have some Stockton Stockton yeah. two hundred nine homies that I've been friends with for 15, 20 fucking years. Yeah, you've known for a long time. Like you know, the Steve Heath um, mm-hmm. was a crazy motherfucker. He's supposed to give me one of his heart you know, fucking key things. So you could punch those weapons. Anthony Garcia, some of these guys, these are the kind of guys that if, that if you were in a real pinch, they'd be the guys that be in the alley with you fighting. They'd show up. You, you don't find that outside of Stockton. It's hard to find. People like that. I saw two guys yesterday and I told my wife, those are the two guys right there that my cousins would be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny though, because uh, I think between you, me, and Supacuz, we probably know... We probably have the, whole the ability to know everyone in the whole city now because a lot of times when I meet people, they either know you or they know him, <laughs> like one or the other. You know what I mean? Which is well, I tell you, that Supercuz card has got me out of a few pinches. I you get respect with it, which is kind of funny, even if you're not trying to. I pull it out once in a great while, but you never know; it might go the other way. It could go sideways, huh? Who? Fuck that guy. Yeah, so anyway, I'm going to have this Chris Moriarty on the show, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk Look, about COVID-19. Here's my thing, man. I'm tired of hearing about COVID-19. I am, too. My thing is this, is I just, I just don't think, regardless of the technical merit of whatever your plan is, you could be technically precise, and it, yes, it makes sense, it's valid, I can't find anything wrong with it. The problem is that nobody's factoring in human behavior and people just say, fuck it and do what they want. Like they're already doing what they want. So how are we going to enforce all these phased in rules and phase this and phase that when people, dude, bro, we already know this. Not everyone's in isolation, man. There's a lot of people that dig putting the mask on and taking photos and walking around and being all freaked out. Well, you don't have a mask on your face. There's a whole other group Listen, of people- the mask thing is all about control. If you got COVID and you sneeze, it's going to blow right through the mask. 
and it's going to go right into somebody's eyeballs. It's not to protect you. It's to protect me. It'll blow through the mask. If you have on, it'll blow. It's tiny. It'll blow right through the fucking mask. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you got a beard, the mask don't matter. Don't fit properly. The beard fucks the mask off. Yeah. Like yourself. Shave off your beard. Hey, well, you know what's funny? Shave it off. You don't care about people. <laughs> if you see the laboratory guys when they're working, they have like full on space fucking suits, right? And then we're just like, yeah, just put a little handkerchief over your mouth. You'll be good. It'll block it. You're fine. Put a hanky on. Yeah, well, um, I, I, I refuse to wear a mask. It is fucking weird, though, man. Think about this. This trips me out real bad. When I see the U.S. in Congress and I see fuckers with, like, handkerchiefs tied over their faces and shit. And everyone has, like, shaggy hair. Not and, Trump. And facial hair Trump now. will never wear a mask, bro. It looks He's too weak. Do. Yeah, I know. I know, right? He can't, he is such a WWE Hall of Famer, right? He looks too weak. Not going to do it. Not, he will not put a mask on Donald Trump's face. Even Motherfucker, didn't he have a limo driver that came down with the COVID? I don't know, dude. He I thought he did. You don't give a fuck, though. He didn't wear no fucking mask. <laughs> if Trump got COVID, he'd beat it. He he, he won't wear a mask, dude. You're right. It lo- he understands the gimmick and what it looks like to put a mask on you know what's funny about this is like the you have the left wing and you got the right wing it's always everything always becomes political yeah the left wing pussies yeah. that want to say you should wear a mask and if it makes people feel better to wear a mask and i'll wear a mask and it's protecting other people not just so it became it's become a very leftist idea to wear a mask all the left wing liberals that the ones that like to say you don't have a mask on your face you're not safe people are gonna die because yeah. you don't have a mask on you. And then you have people that, I got my freedom. I believe in guns and Donald Trump. And they're protesting and they got these They're Donald, purposely coughing on they people. They got like Donald Trump, right? And it's like, bro, I know you like Trump, but Trump actually initiated this fucking lockdown. You do realize that. I know he was saying that he used the military to give vaccines too, which is kind of fucking scary. Like what? Awesome. Yeah. What? I think this, I think it's all mostly wolf tickets on both sides, you know, and, in I have, I have a, I have a bro philosophy. So I have a, a bro scientific philosophy and all of it. The only, the best thing to do is herd immunity. And this is the reason why this is the reason why we do not even know if a vaccine will even work. And when it comes to, my bro science tells me when it comes to infectious, when it comes to coughing type infections, vaccines have not been very successful. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm true it. or false. Okay. I don't even it's, know. It's very likely they will not come up with a vaccine that works. What's left after that? Do we stay in lockdown forever? What if it never goes away? We stay in lockdown? No. Your, our hope is hurt. Our real hope is herd immunity like they're doing in Switzerland that's the only thing that may end up working over the long haul. I want everyone to wear blindfolds over their eyes because of sight crimes. And I, you know, and I feel like you're not being safe if you don't cover your eyes. Are people not fucking now? Because like, okay, what about guys that are always banging chicks? Are they not banging chicks now because of the, because I have no of, idea. I don't know. You know what the new, the new bar is the liquor store. Oh, is it? Is that where, where people go, go to hang out? That's where you go to get laid. You go to the liquor store now. <laughs> There's no bars. God damn. Or you go to COVID parties. COVID. Nick Diaz was seen on some sort of Instagram at a COVID party. <laughs> I, I don't, dude. I don't know. And the thing that, you know, I look, man, there's a lot of people that are not bad people, dude. They just don't. They're just afraid. They're fucking afraid. It's scary, dude. Afraid it's scary. Yes, I guess. But look, we we're all going to die. I know. But this is the thing. 
guys like us were raised with the doom, within a doomsday system. They were always saying, this is going to happen. And don't trust the government. And that's going to happen. And it's a new world order and government and government. There's some people who were never raised with that shit. They don't even think about it. All they see is like the dude on the TV has a mask on. People are dying and they're fucking scared. And I don't, I don't have beef with those hey, people. Man, people die every day. <laughs> I, I, every day, like, thousands die of shit. Like, let's say if I was going to go into someone's home and they said, look, I, I really prefer you put a mask. I'll put a mask on. I don't got to fucking like, just like if they say, take your shoes off. I want people to take their shoes off. No problem. Like my, you know, now if they go look for the rest of your life, you have to wear a mask, then it's a problem. Or the rest of your life, you have to go without your shoes. Then it, now it's a problem. It's so dumb. I, I think that the social media has spread the idea of people wearing masks. It's like, and it, now it, everyone now wants a, to have a mask it's photo. It's about what people feel like now. Right. That's what it's about now. Not what is. It's what What is the accuracy? There are drawbacks to a mask. You get bacteria. Okay, let's think about this for a second. I sneeze. As I say, I sneeze, right? And I got COVID. And the COVID's on your mask now. Yeah. And it's, gonna, it's probably going to stay on there. Right. And what if you wear that mask? Well, and you see people do this with the do gloves. you change your mask every day? They wear their gloves mask everywhere every day? they go. Do you wash your mask every day? Right. Probably not. If you have a beard, your mask don't work. It's not proper. Yeah. Dang it, dude. I have a beard. Get rid of your beard. Or you don't care about people. I'm going to shave all my facial hair and my eyebrows. And the eyes. Your eyes. The chances of COVID getting blasted through a sneeze into your throat or up your nose are by far less than COVID getting into your fucking eyes. That's why I wear goggles. Little you wear, swim, you wear a goggles. face mask now. Face mask. A full helmet. You can't stop humanity, dude. People want to touch each other. They're going to fondle each other. They're going to fuck. They're going to fuck. Fight. They're going to drink. They're going to fight. Gonna drink. They're going to break drugs. all the laws despite... Gamble. Look, Matt, there's diseases that are sexually transmitted. They don't go away. You know why? People will not stop fucking. Hey, man, I haven't worn a condom in 20 years. <laughs> I, feels, I don't know. It just feels better that way. I, I don't look... I don't hate people that don't have my opinion. I just... It's just scary times that like the argument... I guess what concerns me the most is the argument gets shifted like this. If you don't do what I'm doing, then you don't care about humanity and you don't want to save people's lives. There's no proof in either direction that anything we're doing is necessary. It's just, just guesswork. Well, you can make that, you can make the same argument. I could go, look, if you drive a car, you're endangering people and you could kill people. I'll tell you what is cars. going on that I do think is dangerous is, is there's no freedom, right? The investigation of the Wuhan laboratory. Oh, what are they doing? On. Come on. What the fuck are they doing That's over conspiracy there? Conspiracy talk. What are they doing? Listen, the bat lady. So one of the famous fucking scientists from the Wuhan laboratory where this virus supposedly didn't originate from. Okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. What's the thing? They were creating coronaviruses in that laboratory, right? Literally creating <laughs> coronaviruses. <laughs> so people I've, said, as far as this my is dangerous. Yeah. We shouldn't do this. And the savior of every fucking liberal pussy little bitch that's crying about people not wearing masks who believe in Fauci. Fauci said, this is necessary. They have to do this. It's safe. That work had been suspended. 2017, it got revamped. They got several million dollars from our own government and under Fauci blessing. They outsourced basically bioweapons research to China. Great idea. Many people warned the laboratory has got issues. There's not enough safety. And then in 2020, we're supposed to believe in the same city, 
a mile away from the same laboratory, organically, a bat jumped, a, a, a virus jumped from human to bat, organically, even though a mile down the road in the same city, they were creating the same virus that other scientists said was dangerous and we shouldn't do it. And now the lady who's famous, her, her, her nickname is Bat Lady <laughs> because she's good at creating coronaviruses and She's also good at getting them to jump from animal to human. She's still trying to find more coronaviruses. She's still going to remote areas in the world and looking for coronaviruses. Really? Yes, that we have not discovered. Who is and she? no, but her nickname is, you know, I'm a, I'm a meathead, bro. I don't know her actual name. I know her nickname is Bat Lady. Bat That's Lady. her nickname. They call her Bat Lady. The same lady f freaked out when this shit came out and there were things that were deleted from the files from the Wuhan laboratory. Now, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be. There's remote areas. They're remote because nobody goes there. Do we need to go find coronaviruses there and unleash them on the rest of the fucking world? I don't think so. I don't think nobody should be creating in a laboratory any more new coronaviruses but nobody's talking about that they're talking about me and a mask on my face there's no proof a mask will save anything there is proof that creating a new coronavirus can end the world as we know it but <laughs> okay so then let me play devil's advocate you ready for this what if they want people to wear masks because they're truly afraid of what this virus can do what if I want you to wear a condom every time you have sex? Are you going to do it? Some will, some won't. Well, I, I feel like this. If it really was a virus that was created with a bioweapon idea, they should just tell us. Because I'd gladly put because a fucking mask on. the government always tells us. They never do. They never do, man. They never do. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, in a way, dude, I kind of get bummed out even talking about it. It's like... I want it to go away. Yeah, man. It's really big MF was on the rise. I had, I mean, I, I was ready to take over the little indie wrestling world. I, I had it. I had it. I had a plan. <laughs> I had it on lockdown. I was about ready to smash some jabroni named Stephen B. Smith. I was about ready to make my debut at big time wrestling. I was going to kick ass at Ugwa, the fucking, um, um, next level pro wrestling, my promotion with my partners, Justin Caton and Vinny Massaro was about to get unleashed. The 209 pro wrestling Academy was about to, it was booming. It was flourishing. I was in great shape. I had the body. I had the strength. I had it all brother. I was about ready to put the game on lockdown. Then, then you got put on lockdown. And I got put on lockdown by Fauci. Fauci, the Fauci's fault. Yes, it's Fauci's fault because I believe this virus was leaked out of the Wuhan laboratory. And he was the guy that said, this is safe. We need to do this research. And we also need to outsource it to China because they're known for safety. They're known for being honest and not lying. And they're known for safety. <laughs> And everyone's like, Fauci's the smartest guy in the room. He's a genius. Well, if he's so smart, why the fuck did this guy think it was a good idea to outsource money and research to China to create coronaviruses? I don't even know. I don't even know enough about that to comment on. I know it. I enough know. to know that. 
I don't know. I know that a lot of people like Fauci and a lot of people dislike Fauci. And it's kind of weird that he's the guy that's like up there all the time with the president. But a lot of people dislike him. And a lot of people dislike Bill Gates. The whole world has turned on Bill Gates now, like in a big way. Did you see in the Italian government two times true? I don't know what's true anymore. I've seen it online. Unless unless it's a fake video. Are they filing a lawsuit? Are they not? I don't know. Well, no, this was just a talk. Like somebody somebody got up and gave like a speech, you know, and they, it, in, in some level of their government, I don't know what government level. It's hard when you're looking at foreign stuff. You don't really know what you're looking at. I mean, I, was he, I don't know, dude, they talk about his vaccines and he's, a, but so many, then I read about how they kicked him out of countries where he was okay. getting the vaccines. All right. But, but now let's take it back a step. Do you remember when we were 12, 13 years old and our grandma would get political mail and it was, she'd be like, Oh look, this, and then we, <laughs> yeah. in a minute we recognized it was fraud and blah, stupid. Blah, blah. Are we falling victim to that? Like, do know. our kids see this Maybe. and go, oh my God, my parents are fucking idiots, dude. They definitely think that. They think that, but I mean, is it the same thing or is this know. different? I don't fucking know. I don't know either, but it's weird that this is the only time in our whole life that I get in, in anyone else's life in, in terms of like living relatives that we've known where we've had to be completely in this type of lockdown in such a big state where like businesses can't be open and you're not allowed to do things and they're super strict. Now, now the dispensary says you have to wear a mask to go inside. Yeah. 7-Eleven said you had to wear a mask to go inside. Costco makes you put a mask on. Well, they ask you to put a mask on. It's the pressure they're getting. Yeah. And they want to keep their businesses open. True. Well, you know, if it's, if you know, the dispensaries need to keep going, then I'll put a mask on for them. Right. I'm going to tell you this right now, though. I could live with all this if they shut down liquor stores. I'm rioting in the fucking street. <laughs> Why? You got to have alcohol? I've just consumed a lot of alcohol since this happened. Is alcohol essential? Fuck you. Look at the history of our goddamn country. Hell yes, it's essential. Yeah. It's a human. It's a it's very. It's my right. <laughs> what? You know, you know, when they, when prohibition happened, there was still a lot of private, there was a lot of private COVID parties, right? Alcohol related parties. I feel like if I can't do certain things, drinking, certain things, other things that I like to experiment with. Drugging. Fucking. Yeah. If I can't do that, then I, I just feel like, man, I don't know if I want to live. That It's that necessary. It's that necessary. Interesting. I mean, and then, okay, there's 300 and something million of us too in this country. And a lot of people feel like you feel, right? Yeah, I a lot mean, of people they, don't. A lot of people are, are afraid to say how they feel because all the fucking oh yeah. little bitches out there that, you know, want to tell everybody what to do. You know, what's, what's crazy is that the left used to be the cool party. It used to be the MTV Bill Clinton playing the saxophone on Arsenio Hall and the real world and all this dope shit. And it was cool and live and let live. And Hey man, now it's Pocahontas. Republicans Indian. got a fucking stick up their ass and they're not cool and they're lame and they're the religious right and Jerry Falwell and all that shit. And now it's completely flipped. It's like the left is the goddamn word police. You can't say fucking anything without getting this. busted or canceled or in trouble. You can't drink soda. You can't, can't do fucking, fucking candy. shit. You can't do this. We know what's best. Honestly, bro, the liberals, I'm not against some of these democratic ideas. I'm, really, I'm not against, I'm pro-choice. Yeah. I fucking believe that healthcare should be universal. 
Yeah. I also like a fucking universal income. I I like Andy Yang. I'm down with it. But all these, you can't do this. You can't drink sodas. We're going to tax this. We're going to tax that. You can't smoke. You can't drink. You can't say this. They ruin it. Yeah. They're ruining the Democrat Party. They need to get rid of all those freaks. If they got all the freaks out of the party, they'd be so much stronger. Where does that tendency to police come from like that, where people go like, you can't say that. That's a hurtful word. That's a loaded word. That's a this. That's a that. I don't know. It's like they play the semantic game where they go like, you said this, but this means that, and that means this, and this means that, so therefore, you have to be canceled. I don't know. It's it's insanity. I never thought I would live to see the time. It's people where the right side of the house would be considered like the part where you could be free and say what you want. Yeah. If you believe in freedom, you're an idiot. Oh yeah. If you believe in the constitution, you're a redneck moron, dumb yeah. cracker. Right. If you believe in free speech and you think free speech is important and it shouldn't be infringed upon, you're a fucking redneck inbred fucking your cousin moron. Yeah. If you believe in gun rights, you're an idiot. I don't know how all that shit happened. Yeah. I don't know what everybody's got against free speech, freedom of religion, uh, right to bear arms. I don't know why. Bro, when Ice-T came out with Cop Killer, right? The the right went ape shit about it. That's his right. It's art. Right. I support him to come out exactly. with that song. Me too. I support every I support anybody to say whatever the fuck they want because you believe in free speech or you don't. It's an umbrella that covers everybody. Yeah. You don't get to pick and choose. You, don't, you can't pick and choose because if you pick and choose what you like, what happens? This is what people are so stupid. And we have Facebook censoring this. And I really hate Facebook. I hate Mark Zuckerberg. If there's anybody on this planet that I wish got Corona, it's him. <laughs> and because he's such a pussy. Like, and I know like you can say it's a private business, but really Facebook is now the, the platform for people to speak on. And it's so fucking censored. You can't, they, they take your shit down if they don't like it or if they don't agree with it. It's like, here's this new thing, Corona. It's new, right? How long has coronavirus been out? Well, this particular issue has only been out since maybe January. Okay, it's been out since January. So, what has been out since January, what the experts in the mainstream say has got to be right. Anything else is not factual. Right. And so much of it is unknown. Yeah. And they're going to just, nope, you can't say that. That's not true. We fact-checked it. It's like, the Ministry of Truth. This is 1984, 100%. This is 1984. It is. And, 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 you know, they're removing people. They're removing people that say things that they don't like, like Alex Jones, like fucking um, David Icke, like London Real. And it's like, what are people so scared of? If those people are so crazy, let them be crazy. Yeah. What are you so scared of? Why can't people say what they want, say what they believe, Free speech for everyone, because someday it's going it, to, what you think is going to be suppressed. Right. And, and I think that's the point that a lot of people try to make. They go like, if you don't stand up for it now, then what's going to, there'll be no one left to stand up for you when they come for whatever it is you it's like. It's like, let's say, let's say, and I, listen, man. I'm for people being whatever the fuck they want to be. If you want to be transgender, if you want to be gay, good, be that. I don't care. Say it. But if let's say if you're gay and you want to say that somebody, maybe somebody believes that being gay isn't right. Maybe that's what they believe. And maybe they say that. And then you say, well, you can't say that. Well, what happens if the majority of people, if it changes and the majority of people start saying, you can't say that it's okay to be gay. Free speech can't be fucked with if you lose it you fucking lose it and it's 
And free, the reason why we need free speech, because we want to have a free society. You can't have a free society without free speech. It's one of the most important fucking things. Freedom of press, freedom of religion, free speech that we could ever fucking have. Yeah. I mean, these ideas, people fled other countries. Other countries had revolutions. There was there was a wave of revolutions that happened when you look at That's Europe. not what happened. They were just fighting for the white man to control and <laughs> fuck yeah. the whole world up. I mean, yeah, you can you can say that. But if you look at the the French Revolution, the English Revolution, you really start to dig into that stuff. You come to find out that there was a the Russian Revolution. There was a huge change in the ideology where we went from like we don't want families and dynasties and monarchs and kings running us. We want governments elected by the people. We want laws by the people. And that was a huge ordeal. It was a huge fucking change, man. But then when people came to the United States, it was an even bigger deal because we said, look, we don't want the fucking church involved in our shit. We don't want a bunch of people involved in our shit who don't even know what the fuck we're doing. We want to govern ourselves. And that's what we've basically been doing. And some of these basic things, we hold them so dear. You know why? And I used to not, and I'm not even Mr. Like pro military guy at all. Goddamn, go to Arlington and look at how many fucking graves are there from all the wars that we've been in. Not just from World War One. Go to fucking uh, go to Gettysburg and look at the look at the Civil War. Look at the people that died in the Civil War, man. Tons and tons of bloodshed. Tons of bloodshed to uphold these ideologies of freedom, freedom of thought, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom to just be who you are. And people now are so willingly to go, but fuck it. I don't care because my favorite rapper guy dissed on it. So I don't want it either. Yeah, man. If there's one thing that I have a little bit of knowledge on, it's the American Revolution. Now, I'm not a fucking historian, but I've read quite a, I've read quite a bit about this shit because I was very interested in how all this shit got framed. And these guys, you know, they may have had everybody has got their own interests. That's always going to be the case. But their idea was is that humanity, people are fucked. People are never going to be good. They're going to be so. We want to create a system where this is the best we're ever going to get. Like, this is the best we can do. We're going to put things, we're going to put checks, we're going to put balances, and we're going to create a certain amount of freedom. And this is the best that we could do, and it's the best we're ever going to do. And besides technology that might change some stuff, that's the truth. They came up with a very good, solid system. Well, that's your white privilege. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's... It's crazy because we live in a time where if you're old enough, you remember the way things used to be. And that doesn't mean like people are like, oh, that's racist. It's like, dude, the 80s were not the fucking 40s. You know what I mean? Like there was no Jim Crow going. In fact, the 80s were fucking dope and the 90s were awesome, dude. Race relations weren't that bad. There was some bullshit with Rodney King, but that was in Los Angeles with a specific group of people. This is a, this is where race really. This is the truth. What I think where the, where the things get really fucked up is our legal system was written in racism, and some of these draconian laws that existed were to some of these laws that got in place were to target certain races of people. I think you are probably right, and 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 obviously blacks were one of those targets. That's true. Our our legal system is not that great of a system. The legal system. I don't really know. I don't think it is. I think it's horrible. I think, I I think that 
that it's designed and now I, I really think it's worse than ever you have prison unions you yeah big right money it's backing. a big it's not about justice they There's need no justice. people in it's prison about arresting people yeah. stopping people harassing people but you pick on the minority and you pick on people that can't fight back I don't think this thing is, a, I don't think our legal system is really about stopping bad guys. I think there's a component of it that is, and there's people that maybe are real about it, but there's a whole other science to it. I think you're right where they go like, look, we got a lot of prisons and we got a lot of courts and we got a lot of lawyers and we got a lot of fucking cops we and, got a lot of laws. and they all need to fucking eat. All right. So in order to make sure these guys eat, we need a lot of motherfuckers incarcerated. We got to process them through the, the people are the raw material that get processed through that system. And once you go through that system, it Fucked. is, thank God, me and you have never got processed through there. I have a buddy. He's a pretty good dude. Uh, he's a pretty good guy. And, um, he's just getting, he's been fucked by the system. He's been totally fucked by the system and he can't even get a driver's license right now. It's some bullshit. I don't even want to go into it, but I'm yeah. just saying he's getting fucked. I know people that get fucked by the system and, and just stay out of the system is all I can say. But once you get in there, it's, it's very, it's really hard it's to very, get out. very, very, yeah. very hard to get out. And, and you know, you got the war on drugs and, and you have all, you, you had the war against marijuana and it's a very corrupt system. The way that the laws are made, they're not. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and I would even, and those things are racist. Is, there's the reason why you have I think the reason why you have a higher level of blacks in prisons because they get targeted more because they can't fight back it's easier to stop and frisk a black person than it is a white person well I think traditionally you're right historically you're right right if you take any group of people and they don't have the same rights as another group of people and then you give them some rights they're still an easy crowd to pick on you know what I'm saying I think there are far less, I think personally, like I don't judge anybody. However, the color of their skin. I don't even oh, think you should be proud of the color. Like, so like I know. I'm proud that it's I'm asinine. this. I, you had nothing. You just were born. You didn't earn anything. You don't deserve it's so anything. stupid. I, I don't judge anybody by, their, by, by where they come from, where they were born, what color they are, what ethnicity, what nationality. And I think a lot, I think less people today do so than ever before in the past. But I think our legal system has things that have carried over in our society. Today. Sure. There probably are pieces of it that you, it, it, there probably are pieces that you can't just change in the, in at the drop of a hat. I, and people don't want these things to change. Yeah. And you know, what's actually crazy too. This is what's really fucking crazy is you have people that are the same race that have been targeted who are benefiting from that system. Now they're prison True. guards, they're lawyers, they're True. judges, they're cops. There's fucking like, so yeah, it, but it's just not this. Almost every system that exists in our country has taken a life of its own in one form or well, another. Most, we become an empire. And if we look at history, empires usually eventually fall. At some point. From decay, at though. At some point. It's not an enemy so, from the outside. It's, they, it's from it becomes within. decay. They become so big, they can no longer sustain themselves, and they fall. Yeah. Well... You know, that's a real depressing thought. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't pretend that I have all the answers. And I think that it's... I do. I know. I know you do. And it's ridiculous to think that you do. But at the same time, there's so many good people, man. If you look at Facebook and you look at the news and you follow all this shit on social media, it will have you believing that the streets are filled with toxic, uh, toxic, racist uh, hateful, crazy motherfuckers. And you know what? It's really not, man. It's not, dude. This is, this is what I heard. It, I heard this saying one time from our, our good friend, Frank Gale, though, and he uses this for police officers. Ten per, in the world, 
10% are angels, 10% are demons, and 80% will follow either way. Yeah. Well, so what are you going to do then? Your best. You can't go fucking everybody up. Just do your best. I don't know. Do your best. Be the best person you can be. So how could you fault people for wearing masks? I don't fault anyone for wearing a mask. Just don't tell me I have to wear one if you can't prove that it's going to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of them. I I just think I'm not a fan of them for this reason because everyone has one on. I don't want to fucking do it. It It looks stupid. Number one is I don't like being told what to do. And it hurts my ears. I got big ears. It looks weird. (laughs) I just think it just seems... It's like, like a it's test control. I know. Like it's, it's a psychological. Test. It's a psych. It's a psyops. It's an attack <laughs> on your free will and to get you to comply and submit to everything they're saying. And even if it wasn't in the beginning, it is now. It is now. You know, people are measuring this shit and trying to figure how much know, can we get people to do? How corporations are looking them? at it and going, hey, you know what? You sell a lot of masks. We can actually dictate. We could tell people we only want you to wear this in our store. You're only allowed to shop on these days. You can only buy this many products. You could fucking master your supply chain. You can it, manipulate your customers into, into them thinking you're doing them a favor for letting it, a customer come into the store. It really feels like to me, and this is some crazy conspiracy. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just throwing it out there. That all the shit they were able to do because of 9-11 and terrorism, they were able to pass all the the, uh, the Patriot Act and, and, yeah. and indefinite detention and all the shit they were able to get done then. And, and, and the stuff they couldn't get done. They're doing now. Now they got to go the rest of the way. Yeah. They could scare everybody into complying. The Patriot Act, I was not a fan of. So what I think too, what also happens now is people do this. They go like, oh, if you don't agree with me on COVID, if you're not like fully on the COVID thing, then you're a super Republican. And so then they assume that like you love George Bush and you love all that shit. I hated the Patriot Act. I thought it was the, one of the worst things that ever happened to our country. It's terrible what happened to our country. The, the, the Patriot Act was absolutely horrible. I, I Put it, it it really empowered these things the drug it, it empowered the drug laws and the drug war and people to be investigated in a way they weren't able to get investigated before less less checks and balances on what law enforcement can do yeah government can do indefinite detention that was signed under obama where rendition where they could pull you off the street in another country and imprison you legally in land. detain you if it's for terrorism and, and 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 not even try you for an indefinite length of time it's you and now we're going to get the rest of the way there on yeah covid19 right tracers because now you're a domestic terrorist they're passing laws that's they're passing shit that they could go into your house and start testing you and say hey you came into contact with somebody that had covid you need to get quarantined yeah this house isn't COVID-19 safe we're going to put you over and this we're going to put you over here in this place and this is the problem it's not that somebody's going you could be ill and you're going to impact people in your house blah 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 that's not the problem the problem is that if you look at the history of governments anytime you give them power to do these types of things they never use it for the good they never fucking do it they never do. We know what happens historically when you allow government. The reason why our homes became so important with government just can't go into your home for any reason right. is because you have to restrain the government. You have to put checks and you have to put balances and you can't let something as powerful as the government do anything that it wants. Hey man, what do you, if you don't have nothing to hide, you don't got nothing to worry about. That was, that was what people said during uh, the Patriot Act. Nothing to hide, nothing to worry well, about. If you don't have COVID, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I mean, I don't want COVID. I'm serious. Like, I don't want to get it. I thought I had it. 
I know I you sick. did. You got tested. And I almost thought, fuck it, it's almost a good thing. You like thought you had me. AIDS, too. <laughs> <laughs> you think you got everything. You're a little bit of a hypochondriac. A little bit. In a weird way. Yeah, I'm crazy. But you don't mind. JG, honestly, man, it would be a night. If anybody spent a day in my head, it, they, they would, like. You have a lot of anxiousness. I got a lot of problems. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. <laughs> I get it. If, if somebody spent 24 hours in my brain. You've been, you've been doing a lot of schnucking and jiving in your life, though. You got a lot of loose ends. <laughs> you got a lot I'm of loose. taking quite a few risks. You got a lot of loose threads. You're I not mean, sure. I've taken quite a few chances over the years. How they're going to tie up. I don't know, man. We might not get JT here, bud. What? I know, dude. It's kind of tricky, huh? Why? What's he saying? I just, just, you know, not not quite getting back. Like, this is not verbal tap, dude. We don't have the reach that Raf has. Why does he have such a? Why does that jabroni got such I'm, a reach? I'm just fucking around. I oh. have no idea. No idea. What's he saying now? He's not getting back to you. Not yet. Why don't we? Um. Not yet. Take a break and see. Then take a break, take a break. and see. Like, grab another beer. Uh, you can take a break, but I can't take a break on the video. Oh, you can't take breaks on the video? No, I mean, you oh, can, though. Just do it. I don't care. I could talk. What are you going to talk about? Probably talk about you as soon as you leave. When I come back, I got a good wrestling story I'm going to tell you. Okay, I want to hear it. It's a really good one. Sounds good. I, I can't I believe I haven't told this one yet. It's good. <laughs> I'll be right back. Let me crack my beer open. Okay, you go crack your beer open. Hey, will you grab me one of those bottles of water in the living room by my dining room yeah, table? Yeah, yeah. The nice table, the expensive one. You know that real fancy one that my wife has? Real expensive. It's so much fun to have Matt back. This is for this is for you, Sean. I brought Matt on this program just for you because I know you you think he's amazing. He's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing guy. I like him. And uh yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I don't think anybody knows. I don't have all the answers. I'm not even trying to pretend like I have all the answers. And I certainly don't fault people for being afraid of what's going on. It's like kind of unprecedented the times we live in. But at the same time, I feel like everyone should be given a certain amount of like, hey, you handle this and you think different than I do. But unfortunately, it feels like everyone's like putting each other in a box and labeling every you're this kind of person and you're that. And I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Like I'm trying not to be that way myself, but I feel like I've, I do fall victim to that. And, you know, the more I stay off of social media, the better I feel, to be honest with you, the more I get on social media, the more incited I feel like I get. And then I feel like I'm actually getting played by the algorithm. Like it's purposely putting up the types of things that I would respond to or look at either in like or dislike, you know? And then I'm, I think, man, I'm just fodder now. Now I'm just raw material for this mechanism to rip into my privacy and rip into, you know, these ideas and thoughts that I have so they could build up the, this fucking profile on me and they could sell me goods, electric mini bikes, you know, fucking, uh, uh, pre-made food, leather boots. What else? Yoga pants. I keep getting ads for yoga pants. I have no idea why. Uh, now that I said that, I'll probably even get more ads, you know, just crazy shit, roller skates, uh, but they're, they're working on it, but I, I don't know, man. I hope, hope you guys are all safe. I certainly don't, you know, don't have anything against anybody. I do want to have Chris Moriarty on. I want to have a open Frank discussion with him. I'm pretty, I try to be honest intellectually as much as I can, you know, whatever's within my means to be. I think we all have blind spots that we can't see if we're honest about it you know, that's, that's just reality. If you don't 
you don't think you have a blind spot, then you're not in touch with your own humanity. And when you've made some mistakes and recovered from those mistakes or recognized those mistakes, you start to understand your own frailty as a human and where your thought process maybe isn't always right. And if you don't have your ideas challenged regularly, then it's very easy to kind of build up this ivory tower, um, uh, ivory tower intellectualism where you get to kind of pontificate from on high and just the mere act of questioning you, uh, would be, you know, treasonous or, or malfeasant in some way, you know, so whatever, you know, people are people, man. You got to be able to get down in the dirt. You got to be able to take the high road. You got to be able to do it all. That's what we're trying to do. I don't know how many beers this guy's grabbing, man. He's going to town. Look at this. He's got a, I'm sure he was can. He brought a tall boy of Coors born in the Rockies. <laughs> He's so great. If you guys get a chance, check out. I had Javier Vasquez on the show last, um, on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, previously episode 355, I think. And, uh, he had some pretty amazing stuff. Did you hear Javi? He was on the show. Yeah, you could have one of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. These are good. Thanks, man. I had Javier Vasquez on the show. Who? Javier Vasquez. Oh, he's the the combat jujitsu guy, dude. He uh, I I've been in, in been in on some of his Zoom classes. You know, it's probably, got, it's probably down, right? He's got it down. Oh, dude, he's so good, dude. He's got he has this diagram that's so detailed. He's crazy. He's fucking into his shit, dude. And he told me, and I'm not even talking well, I'm shit. I'm too dumb to follow something that that dude, intricate. I believe him. Okay, because he had a near death experience. I believe him. He told me that. God is giving him jujitsu now. <laughs> That's what he told me, man. Wow. And you know, when you talk to somebody and you, they're talking with conviction, like, and you're not going to question what they're saying. That's how I feel. when I talk to him about it. He's got good shit though. Wow. Think no, about I, this. I've watched some of his diagrams and shit. It's very detailed where you're safe and where you're not safe when you're on the ground, where you got to go to this place and you got to that place and this position and that position. He, he, he broke it down like this and I was like, damn, he's right. He has a wrestling pedigree. He was a very good wrestler. Yeah, he was. All right. He was, he's got a Carlson Gracie black belt. Yes, he does. Okay. He's trained with the Henner and heat on extensively. He knows that system inside and out. And he was a very good mixed martial artist. Very good. Four fucking things. He's done. If I did any one of those things in my life, I'd feel great about it. He's done four <laughs> of them, dude. Like he has a very good understanding of fighting, dude. And martial arts. Well, I would say so. It's pretty fascinating to watch him talk. And, and he's just saying, like he said, he called Hickson. And he told him, like, I'm having these epiphanies. And Hickson was like, you're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> it must be fucking awesome to be Hickson, right? Yeah, it'd be like, was he like 400? No. He's probably sad. He's sad all the time. <laughs> so listens to his AirPods. And... That's funny. He's not sad. He's getting laid. He's getting laid left and right still. I have no idea, but he's, he's the man. That's what he has. Uh, and dude, I mean, think about how many guests have we had on this show 
high level, we're talking world champion guys who have said that, yeah, I was at the seminar with Hickson when he fucked everyone up, or I rolled with Hickson and he could do like magic. Everyone has said that. Every fucking one, man. Even Andre Goval. Even Andre Goval. He got mounted by Hickson. He couldn't escape he the He said mount. it was like magic, dude. See, I wonder if it's the, the Jedi mind trick. I don't know what it is, but it is works. It invisible jujitsu? But doesn't matter. If it works, it doesn't works. matter. I just wonder. It's like, God damn, dude. And I, and I, and I rolled with Galval and I was like, a really purple belt at the time. He destroy you. He, 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 be, he could have eaten a sandwich and read the newspaper at the same time and whooped my ass. Like <laughs> he felt like Hickson to me. You know what I mean? Like he was that good to me. I can't imagine somebody dominating him. That's what he said. I know. So, it's it. He's got to be on something, right? I heard from Jesse yet? He's still dogging you, <laughs> JT. He's dogging me, man. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we should just just pass. Oh. It's part of it's part of the charm of this show of promising someone up front and then not delivering on the back end. We, we didn't promise anybody though. No, I mean I wanted to have him on, but let me tell my wrestling story. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Should I play music? Yeah, this is a good one. It's really juicy. All right, let's go. Is that the wrong music? I don't know. No. I fucked. Let me, let me see. Go ahead. Just go ahead. So you remember my first match? Yes. I went back and found some video of it or you, that you recorded actually. Okay. The guy that I wrestled, his name was Matt Fury. Yeah. So, and I wrestled him several times, right? Yeah. And then I had a, there was a bar show, a, a back and straight would tell me a little part of it. There was a bar show where I noticed, where I noticed, <laughs> He was kind of talking to my girlfriend, the girl that was my girlfriend at the time, a little bit too much. I was like, whatever, I'm not tripping. <laughs> right. And I just, I, you know, you know, what's kind of weird about that is I was talking to somebody else who, who was dating a girl. Right. And while I was talking to him, I saw Matt was talking to a girl that I was dating, but then the guy that I was talking to later, I started dating his girl too. So it was, this whole thing is kind of Wait, 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 wait. Say this again. So I was talking to this dude, Right. Outside of the bar, we were talking, and I looked outside, and I saw Matt talking to my girlfriend. The guy that I was talking to had a girlfriend. She's now my girlfriend now. Oh. It's been like, so like, okay. a lot of things in the middle here. But anyway, so I noticed he was talking to her. I thought, oh, whatever. I, I wasn't tripping, right? So, wait, that was, Matt Fury was talking to your then-girlfriend? Then-girlfriend, yeah, at the time. Got it. And you were talking to this girl. No, I was talking, I was talking to her boyfriend, Oh, at okay. the time. All right. Now we're me and her dating. Got it. That's what I'm saying. It's just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I threw that in there, but that part doesn't matter. What matters is I was talking to this dude. Oh, it matters. A little bit, and not to this particular story. Uh-huh. There's things get twisted around and turn and jangin. But um, so and I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. And then so and then one day I'm talking to my girlfriend. I thought Matt Fury. I go, that guy just seems gay to me. She goes, oh, he's not gay. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> hey, is this what you? Do not want to hear from your wife if you go, that guy seems gay, and they go, oh, he's not gay. Like, they're certain he's not gay. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and, and looking back, who knows? Now that we're not together, and I look at this, I look at that, who knows what re- how, where all the truth Are is? Are you saying this? what I think you're saying? I know, maybe. So, anyways, so then I find out later that Matt Fury gets in. This was way later. Now I'm dating and we're not even together anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm dating another girl who I very much like a lot. Uh-huh. But then I find out that this guy named Matt Fury was getting his hair cut by this lady who cuts. She's, she's which the guy's bald. So I have no idea why he was getting his <laughs> hair cut. But hey, anyways, Hey, watch it. 
he's getting his hair done and I guess he pulls his cock out and he shows the lady his cock, but he has, he has allegedly, no, he did. It's admitted. It's all admitted. He's admitted. He's so dumb. He admitted it in text messages back and forth that people screenshotted. Oh, he's not the sharpest. Great. Honestly, the guy's a great pro wrestler. He made me look like a million fucking dollars in my first match. I'm kind of sad in that you know, all this went down. I'm about to tell you. So, Is he going to come after me? He's a, he can't do shit to anybody. He's not a fighter. But um, so well, let's just say this is a legend. This isn't a legend. It's this, a legend for me. People. You can say that. This is all hearsay as far for as I'm you, concerned. It's hearsay, and for the people that produce inside BJJ podcast, it's a legend. I'm telling you, Big MF's telling you, it's not a legend. It's fucking confirmed. <laughs> well, I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. Right. Trust me on this one. It's confirmed. Allegedly. Anyways, no. So he's got, you, you know, you have the, the, the stuff they wrap around you while you're getting your hair done. Right. right. So he pulls it up to where nobody else could see but her, and he shows her his cock. Wow. Then he puts the thing back down. What? He, during the course, and she was like, what? This girl was like, oh, my God. She felt so, suppose, you know, she felt so awkward she didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. She was, like, just in shock. She kept doing his, with her, his hair, and then he did it again. Shows her his cock. Two or three times, pulls his cock out and shows it to her. I guess he's done this sort of thing before and it got swept under the rug. This time, either the girl's, I think the girl's boyfriend has got screenshots. He messaged Matt Fury, got screenshot confirmation where he admits that he did it. And admitted to other people that he did it on messages. This guy tags everybody in wrestling. This thing goes viral. Oh, oh! This is already on social media. It's we're talking about something that's already this out already there. happened. It's out there. Okay. Well, it's you know, I didn't know if this is going to be the first time anyone's ever heard this story. It's probably the, on this podcast. It is. Well, yeah, because you haven't been on in a little bit. But I mean, this is already out in social this, media. Oh, this guy's been blackballed from wrestling because of this. He's blackballed. It went. This went so viral in indie wrestling. It went everywhere because this guy tagged. Everybody that can know about it. He ruined Matt Fury. What's going on with him? Why did he do that? I think he's a little pervert is what it is. That's a bad move, man. So then I find out now, then I find out from my ex, you know, she's like, you know, there's something, this, I felt weird about the guy. I felt like something may have happened there, but I didn't care that much because sure. We were almost done. Okay. We had almost been done. We had almost been done for a full year. Okay. So. She tells me, yeah, you know, I'm telling you what happened, so... Oh, wait. Your ex tells you... After all this comes out. After all we're not this e- We're comes not even out, together anymore. And you already kind of had that weird little... That, which goes back to the very beginning where you're talking to... Where I'm talking to your... In the time. Your girl's boy, ex-boyfriend. Well, now she's my girlfriend. Back then, it was her yeah. talking to this dude. She's and he's talking guy, to your girlfriend at the time. Girlfriend. And the funny thing about it is, which is kind of funny, is this dude who was dating the girl then that I'm dating now says to me, is Matt Fury cucking you right now? And I thought it was funny. Oh, wow. I laughed. I didn't think, yeah. I thought it was funny. Isn't that all? This is kind oh of my a whole trippy story. How all this yeah. works out. So anyway, so then she tells me, you know, there's something about Matt Fury. I never told you. I'm like, what? It's like, first of all, I didn't tell you because I knew you would kill him. It would ruin wrestling for you. She's like, I didn't want to be the person that ruined wrestling for you. So, she so goes, why is she going to tell you then? Now you're going to tell me. Well, because here you got outed. He was okay. out. It was out in the open. So 
And I, I, he was talking to her an awful lot during that show. I did notice that. Yeah. Very ballsy on this little motherfucker's parks. I would snap this motherfucker in half. Right. Easily. There's me. There's. I was at a show where you guys wrestled. We wrestled several times. We had really good matches. There's hardly anybody in the no-cal business that I wouldn't fucking send to a hospital. You're that bad. Yes. Compared to these guys. Yes. I'd fuck them all up. Right. I'd fuck them all up. They're not on my level. They're okay. level. I'm not on. You mean fighting levels. Fighting levels. I'm not on Andre Gaval's level. Right. Right. These guys aren't on my level. Though. Right. I'd fuck right. all these bitches up. Okay. N- easy. Easy. 99% of them. Okay. It's only a handful that can even, can even, even fucking pose a fight. Even make you get out of bed. I'm not even trying to brat. It's just the fucking truth. Right. Whenever I do roll with these guys. It's like taking candy from a kid. It's like taking candy from a fucking baby. And then it makes me think I'm better than what I am. Gotcha. Because I've been rolling with pro wrestlers, and I've been fucking them up at will. <laughs> at will. And I'm thinking, man, I'm, so this is what happened to me. There's levels of this shit. So I'm thinking I'm pretty tough. Right. And I was thinking about maybe trying to get another fight. Right. There's two guys I want. It's a couple people I thought about fighting. Kate, what's that guy? Casey? Casey something. I forgot. He does pro wrestling and he's fought. Okay. Thought about fighting him. I don't think he wants to fight me. There was another guy. I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want it. He knows who he is. I know who you are. He's supposed to be a tough guy. He didn't want to fight me neither. And then I thought about trying to get a two and I beat down fight. Okay. Because I was beating these wrestlers up so bad when we would train real grappling. Yeah. So I called my buddy, Big Buff Anthony. I'm like, hey man, let's train. He fucked me up. Because <laughs> I had been used to the easy shit. You were used to holding pro wrestlers I down. was used to fucking these guys up with whatever move I wanted to fuck them up with. Yeah, right. They're just not, ha- they on my level. This guy, and he brought a whole nother level, a whole nother attack, a whole nother type of pressure right. that I hadn't felt in a very long time. You kind of forget, right? You kind of forget. Yeah. So back to my story. So I'd fuck this guy up. Mm-hmm. Easy. I could break. What I could break any arm. I, I I could pick. You could. I could pick a move. You could tell me. This is what I want you to do. He'll hook him. Okay. You could say. I want you to arm bar him. Okay. I want you to come more. Okay. Whatever you told me to do, I could do it to him. Right. And he couldn't stop me. Right. And that's true for most of these guys. So that's why it's so stupid on his part to do this. To be fucking around like that. Right. I could kill him with my bare hands. Right. And all the rest of these guys too, for that matter. So. She tells me that he was talking to her and he was being very close. Getting Standing up really close. Tell him, hey man, why don't you back away? And he's like, why don't we, and he tells her, why don't we get into a car and drive off? Wow. And then she's like, if my boyfriend knew what you just said, he would hurt you. Yeah. And he said, don't worry about that, baby. He won't know. <laughs> she goes, she goes, I like men who look like men. You look like a boy. Oh, and then wow. he grabbed his cock and said, I'm all man right here. Wow. And then I came walking back and he kind of, and he kind of, yeah. I believe her because every fucking time I saw him after that, he would ask me about her and have a weird look on his face. Like, do I, like wondering if I knew or not, like he's trying to fill you out. Like, if I know. Oh my God. And so what kind of bit, this is a weird business. This is where it even gets funnier. All right. So he's been in trouble for this before. Mm-hmm. And, and and his I guess his girlfriend. Allegedly, no, allegedly, it's it's all. Confirmed. It's got to be allegedly, as far as I'm concerned. It's not. Your views are not my views, and they don't represent this company. I'm telling you, it's not alleged. <laughs> he's been admitted this, and he's left wrestling. His Facebook 
is got he has no pictures on his Facebook anymore. He's done. That sucks, dude. He's done. Don't so. But then his girlfriend his his girlfriend confronts him. Uh huh. He tells her that what happened was, baby, it's not what you think. What happened was she was doing my hair. I was looking at pictures of you. And while I was looking at your pictures, I got excited and my dick fell out. Fell out. It was, it was short. Fell out. Fell out. Fell out. Because he was so excited by looking at her pictures. When's the last time your dick fell out of something? You pretty much know where your dick is at all times, right? So then I kind of got mad. I was like, this motherfucker had the... And I, I'm not with the girl. He threatened big MF. He had the balls. He's <laughs> a gall. <laughs> To do this to Wait, Big MF? You're mad about a guy that hit on your ex-girl that you're not even with well, anymore. Was, I was with her then. And you, at the time, were, were already laying groundwork. <laughs> probably. No, I wasn't. On the, oh, yeah. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't doing that. You were doing Matt Fury on the next girl. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was not doing that. No, I wasn't. You dirty dog. Yeah. That was not happening I at that point. I am the type of person that doesn't talk negative. I am the type... <laughs> I was not doing that then. No, I wasn't. Not then. No, okay. No, 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 no. okay. Not at all. It wasn't even a thought. Well, not even a thought. No. Not even a thought. Not even once. I wouldn't say that. Had you cons- wasn't plotting anything. Had you made a deposit in your spank bank yet? Yes. He's okay. <laughs> well, spank bank. Then we need to be. On. Then we need to be honest. That's then. different. That's not different. That's different. <laughs> That's the initialization period, bro. No, no. Yes. no. There's a lot of guy. I don't even want. I don't even want to say this what I'm about to say. Don't say it then. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of guys who will look at a girl and maybe jerk sure. off and think about it. It doesn't mean they're going to fucking do anything or going to try okay. anything. Okay. Right? Fair enough. Will you give me that? I wasn't... Pl- Fair I had no enough. Plots. I had no plans. I've known you for a long time. I just enjoyed the eye candy. That was it. That's all it was. Okay. But okay. You can't knock a guy for that. Uh, I'm not... Candy knocking. is candy. Candy's candy. Right? I wasn't... I had no plots, nothing. Window shopping. Just looking. Okay. I liked what I saw. Passing through. I was, I was with somebody else. You're not trying to buy the car. You just. Uh, not then. Not no. even taking a test drive. Not then. No. no. Okay. I just like thinking about what maybe what would it be like to drive the car. Later. Uh, why? Yeah, and I didn't want to take. Yeah. I didn't want the car. I, just, I wouldn't mind driving this car, but. You, you didn't know. kick the tires. You just gave a little I didn't peek. kick the tires. I just looked at the car and thought, man. You I, walked around. I it. thought, man, I wonder what that engine sounds like. <laughs> You're an idiot. So. <laughs> So anyways, <laughs> but I didn't do nothing. didn't try nothing. I had no plots, no plans. Nothing. I was right. trying to work things out with the one that I, I was trying to fix the car that I had. Right. It wasn't working very good. Right. It, every time I fixed one thing, something else would be. It's <laughs> a great analogy, right? The other car, I thought, man, I wish I had a car like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't trying to steal the car. Sure. I wasn't trying to, you know. Right. So, but then I got, I thought about it. He had the nerve. This, like, I didn't. I didn't care so much about this car that I did at one time. At one time I loved this car. I, right. I took care of this car. It got to where I didn't care about that car anymore. I didn't care so much about that car in order to get that car in someone else's garage. I let somebody else drive the car <laughs> <laughs> to get it out of my garage <laughs> and into theirs. That's how much I didn't care. It's not about that. It's about the disrespect to big MF, right? You got the nerve right me you out of all people so i called him out okay what happened no, th- these people started def- these people started defending him what people some of his friends oh i'm like it's not a good look to defend somebody that's in trouble for a sexual crime is he in trouble for it he could have been 
They didn't so, press- so so he's not in trouble. I just want to be clear because I don't I don't want to. He's be in not trouble. in trouble, but he's been blackballed out of wrestling. He's done, done. Allegedly, no, but no, he's done. Nobody will touch him. He's a joke, and all everyone jokes. Could that about be him. your gimmick, though? What? <laughs> he pull your dick out? No, like you're always hitting on ladies. Like you're a wrestler. Like you took well, a lot of guys far. do that. He should just say it was kayfabe. He should have never admitted it via a text message. You know, you shouldn't pull your dick out when you're getting your hair cut. It's not a good idea it's to just, pull your dude, dick out when you're getting your hair there's cut. There's levels of perversion, and that's too far. There's some real deep perversion there. That's You that's, can't even control yourself? When you are taking normal, everyday transactions and making them oh, sexual... she's cutting my yeah, hair. She must you, want me to pull my dick out. You got something wrong. I'm really compelled to pull my dick out right that's now. That's the difference between perversion and deviance. Like, that's a deviant that does that. I'm a pervert, but not a deviant. Right. A deviant. I though. might think about pulling my dick out, but I won't. You might put that in your spank bake and jerk off to it later. Yeah, I might do that. Right. But you're not going to do it. I might jerk off too much. I might have some really perverse thoughts while I'm jerking off. <laughs> but you're not going to do that. But I'm not going to do no shit like that. No, I mean, that's that's absurd, dude. God damn. So, these people were like, you know, if, if you touch him, I'll kick your ass. And I'm like, well, I'll beat your ass too then. I don't care. <laughs> you're calling out all of Facebook. It got weird, and then so then it kind of just went. I, I mean, I, and at this point, I feel like you know what? I'm not even going to beat his ass anymore. Sure, I, mean, I could tie a hand behind my back and beat his ass, but I feel like he's paid a price for what he's done. Well, yeah, I mean, at what point do you just want to leave this guy alone? He's done. He's he's he was on. He was really on a rise. He was wrestling for a company that was trying to get him. They were trying to get him in Japan. Yeah. He was close. He was one of the the bright stars. Gave me great matches. Like really made me look good. But um he's done. He's finished. That's, he's put ten years sad. into this. He's done. That's really sad though. This right? is what he wanted to do. This is all he wanted out of life. And it's over because he pulled stop his... pulling your cock out. Yeah, that's that's uh Oh, this girl likes me. Let me pull my dick out. That's a really bad Baby. behavior. Baby, baby, I, I, I didn't mean to pull my dick out. I was thinking about you. Well, I, I, know, I know someone who, um, who, uh, I don't want to name any names because, you know, I don't want to name any names. But I know someone who uh, work worked at a company where somebody, uh, one of their employees, I guess, was like going on company trips, and while he was out on company trips, he would like pull his cock out and show it to people <laughs> <laughs> so like he got arrested while he was away for work traveling for work because i guess he was at like a, a hotel or something and he pulled his cock out and showed some girls <laughs> and he got arrested dude and he didn't tell the company that he got arrested well, of course and then eventually it came out they found out did you get arrested for pulling your cock out? And he said, like, I thought I had it under control, but I didn't. It came back on me and like, I had a problem with this in the past and I had it under control. And I thought, how fucked up of a problem? Must, like, that's sad. I feel bad for people. They can only get off by flashing their cock to somebody. <laughs> you know, like a total illegal activity. You gotta be a stranger. You gotta, <sighs> you gotta pull the Bill Clinton. It's a, what a terrible, it's a curse, dude. It's a curse to be that deviant that the only way you can get off is to flash your junk at someone else. Because number one, like nobody's into that. Like there's no girl that's like, oh, wow, let's get it on. But you know, what's funny is how many girls, I think every girl on social media will get random dick pics. Probably. Yeah, I think you're right. 
Every single one of them. They will, somebody will send a picture of their dick. And like the only Every time. Every girl I know has gotten random dick pics. The only time you will ever get a titty pic is if it's an actual porn spam. <laughs> like a random one. I'll tell you another. Since we're telling stories, let me tell you another story. I'll tell you another story. Since we're telling stories, so because we got Jesse Taylor just bailed on us, so yeah. Thanks, Jesse Taylor. He apologized, by the way. He's very sorry. He got caught up doing some family stuff. So yeah, whatever. Hey, man. Um, He said he'll come back on. Whatever. Um, All right. Don't make me come looking for you, Jesse. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I'll okay. box that motherfucker. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> okay, so just kidding. I like Jesse. <laughs> so, um, so I just got I just got divorced. Excuse me. Just got divorced. Okay. And I was really fucking depressed. I felt like a big fat loser because my wife had lost a shit ton of weight, and I started noticing how much weight she was losing. And everywhere we people would say, "Wow, you're a lucky guy." Look at your wife. You're a really lucky man. You better get in the gym and keep up with her. And so I, you know, at that time I realized I I lost more hair than ever. I'm fatter than ever. Oh no! And I see what's happening, and I can't stop it. Yeah. So I'm trying to fucking get in shape, but you just can't get in shape that quick. It takes time. Yeah, it does. I had been working. We buy and bought a house, bought this. I got my career. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm watching TV. I'm fucking. I got a son. I'm fucking. I'm not the man I used to be yeah so then i'm trying to fucking hijack my shit and get into gear because everywhere i go people tell me how fat i am and how good she looks it's so fucking hard to get into shape quick when you're really out of shape so we get divorced and i got on a cycle and i started looking a little bit i I mean i turned a corner yeah i remember i took all the anger i had and i went into the fucking gym and i lost a lot of weight i fucked up the weights yeah that's what i tell guys channel the anger yeah get on some juice Get in the gym and fuck some shit up. Be yeah. a man again. Yeah. Be a man. Find your balls. Yeah. So I was becoming a man again. I was going right. out. I was talking to girls. So the first girl is the first girl I'm trying to hook up with. God bless her. <laughs> so I'm talking to her and I get her number. And so I'm texting her. She says, I don't want to waste your fucking time. And I don't want you to waste mine. If your dick isn't big enough, I don't want to fuck with you. Oh, wow. Well, that's pretty out there, right? She's honest. She's super honest. So I sent her a dick pic. She didn't respond. (laughs) So then. God. I see this girl at the bar. Hey, did you get that pic I sent you? And I look at her. I, I look at her. And I said, "What kind of donkey dicks have you been fucking? I'm not that small." <laughs> Needless to say, I sealed the deal. And she was like, "You don't know how to take good pictures." Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> I like I like the backwards compliment you give yourself. <laughs> you just don't know how to take good pictures. I remember when you told me this story. The that funny story. part about the, the way this story ends. Yeah. They ponder off on Supercuz. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've always had these interesting women. You remember when you were like 17 and you were dating a grown ass woman? I do. <laughs> and you didn't, she didn't know you lived with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She was 28. I convinced her that it was my house. You were like 15. I was, I was 16. 16. But I had a beard. How? I mean, come on. I had bro. a beard. 
You, I mean, you didn't look that old. You could have barely I had a 19. beard, bro. I grew a beard. At she 16. was twenty eight years old. She's twelve years older than you. I didn't have a car. I, I, my, this was this was my line on her was that um, because I got my my ex who I had a baby with is taking all my money for child support. I have nothing. She felt sorry for me. Wow. So I told. So I told. I told her. Well, I'm at school. I told her I was working. Right. They're attached. They have attached to my wages, and I was paying my. I was paying her child support with cash, and she said for the last two years that I haven't paid her, which I have been. So now they attach almost my whole check. Oh wow! So you even pulled it off this storyline where you were actually a good guy. You were just paying in cash, and you got done wrong. I showed her a picture of of a, like of of. A girl, so that's my daughter. <laughs> you had a daughter? <laughs> yeah, I had a daughter. So I convinced her. So my now, my mother was the biggest cock block of all time. Ever. Of all time. She dude. did not want me getting laid. Every time you got a whiff of pussy, thought, if you have sex outside of marriage, you're going to hell. Every you're not time go to you heaven. got a little sniff, she'd call my dad to oh, cry about man, it. Dude, she was the biggest cock block ever. So my mom worked graveyard and I was going to school. So I would get home before she ever got up. This girl would come over while she was asleep. We'd hang out or I'd get to her house or I'd go somewhere else. And that's how I was working this thing. Right. Told her it was my house. Damn. And that, and I didn't have a car because I sold my car to pay off the back child support. You had no backup plan. If you got caught, you were just going to get caught. I was just lying. You're 16. You don't even need a backup. You're 16. So what happened to me was, so I didn't want to go back to my house because my mom was up. I, I, I hung out with her at somebody else's house so long. I know why she believed I was as old as I was. I was coaching a baseball team. That's right. And usually coaches weren't 16. Wait, what team were you coaching? Your team. You're my team. Your team. <laughs> and what helped me when out, I was 15. When you were 15, I was coaching your so you team. So you had to be a little older then. I no. was 16. 16. 16. Oh, so I, no, I was 13. 13. I was yeah. 16. I was yeah. coaching your baseball team. Mm. Because I was a coach, she thought I was older. What really That's helped Albert, me was, right? Yes. Yeah, so there was a brother too. named Julian, Julius. Yeah. He was dating her niece. That's right. Julius backed me up. He played cover. Her. He covered he for you. He covered for me. Yeah. He told her I was as old as I said I was. So you had some backup. I had some backup. So you had a little plausibility. You had a backstory. You had an eyewitness that she and knew. And I had a beard. And you, and you were coaching. And, I could grow and you a had beard. a beard. I had yeah. a full beard. Yeah. At 16. Yeah, that's right, dude. So almost, what a dirtbag. I pulled this thing off. You were so, such a dirtbag. So... After I hung out with her at her niece's house, because she was, I caught, she was at a vulnerable moment too. She had just gotten divorced. Mm -hmm. She was living at her niece's house. Yeah. She had a shitty car, but at least she had a car. Right. And then so, um, so I, I, I didn't want to go back to my place because I had stayed at their place for too long and my mom was up. Yeah. So I said, I tried to get her to take me to my, I go, take me to my buddy. It was my grandma's house. Go take me to my buddy's house instead. Yeah. So as we're driving to my grandma's house. My mom, I thought I, my mom's car didn't work at the time. Your mom so was there. I thought I was safe from my mom showing up. We get on the circle that my grandma lived on and I see my fucking bitch mom on a bike driving oh, to my grandma's house on her oh. fucking bike. So what did you do? I said, stop the car. <laughs> Make a U-turn right there. I did that. that, 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 that guy wants to fight me and we have history because of my ex. And, and me, you know, and we got into a fight and if I see him, I'm, we're going to get to a fight. And fuck my custody up. Make a U-turn. Yeah. She makes a U-turn. She stops the car. And I tell her goodbye. And I, I'm, I'm going to go over to this house over here. I went over to this guy's house named James Rhymes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I walk over to my mom's. 
My mom goes, where were you? You're not home. And I said, I was with my friend, Matt Staley. Right. And it just so happened that on her way over to the house, she saw on Matt her Staley. fucking piece of shit bike, she saw Matt Staley and said, have you seen my son? And he said, no. Uh, she starts questioning and questioning and questioning. And she finds out that I'm dating a girl who's 27. <laughs> Somehow I got other adult. I got my grandfather and everyone else in on this and they started telling her, Hey, listen, man, he really likes this girl. Just back up. So for a couple of days, I got my mom to let me date the girl. Oh, wow. And then the girl started feeling like something was up. Yeah. Like something wasn't right here. Yeah. So then my mom was like, you know what? If you don't tell her, I'm going to tell her. Right. So then I had to, you know, then I was like, you know, I got something I'm going to have to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't exactly been telling you the truth. Did you tell her this in person or over the phone? Over the phone. Of course, right. Over the phone. I'm not 27. I'm 16. (laughs) What'd she say? She she goes, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so stupid! (laughs) Was she mad at you? Yeah, she was like, this, I should have known. I should have fucking knew. The writing was on the wall. I'm so fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm like, you're not dumb, baby. You're not dumb, baby. No, we got something, though. Just because I'm... We have a special. Just because I'm 16 don't mean we don't have something between us, baby. I'm like a man, baby. So she stuck around for another couple of days, and she's like, you know, I can't talk to you. I could go to prison. Right. I mean... And then that was the end. Because your mom would have ratted her out. Oh, yeah. The cops may not have done anything, though. Maybe not. You had a fucking beard. I had a beard. <laughs> They'd have been like, eh, this kid's all right. Man, you've been running that line for a long time. I forgot that story. That's a great story. Not bad. Good one, huh? What What else is going on, man? We got a couple more minutes. Well, not a lot, because the, all, you know, there's not a lot going on, man. Fucking I mean, coronavirus. Coronavirus and bullshit. I'm going to be on the... Uh, going to be on the marked out podcast coming up pretty soon uh, yeah i'm going to go postal on the whole entire indie wrestling world are you yeah man it's just listen dude wrestling used to be a sport where some of the toughest guys in the world did it yeah the guys that did it would fuck you up it's like jujitsu they would kimura you right it would leg lock you they would send you to a fucking hospital because these guys were legit tough guys right i don't know what happened it's not the case anymore. Right. Some of the biggest, scrawniest, little fucking pussies are now doing pro wrestling. Yeah. Well, one, two, three kid fucked it up. No, not him. He's not him. No, I like that dude. Yeah. It's, he gave us hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I like that. Whatever. Whatever you want to say. But I'm just saying there's a lot. Of, there's a tremendous amount of bitches because it's grown right do you think in this thing yeah that they couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight but isn't 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 it the same way in jujitsu though it's loaded up with people that couldn't even train the og way that we trained 15 years ago they can't even do the warm-up they don't want to do it it's too hard we can't do this we can't do that they want instant gratification. They want to progress through the ranks. They want to know why you're not teaching the Kimura like John Danaher is. And they've been doing it for four months. Okay. Yeah, true. Same shit, right? True. Listen, man. You know what? I didn't get that shit. You know what happened to me? I went into the lines and I got beat up for two months. Right. Nobody had no mercy on and me. And you didn't get to voice and go, hey, I just feel like I'm they paying told me tuition. They to shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
I don't care about your fucking tuition. Oh, you want to cry about tuition? Let me kick you in the leg harder. Yeah. That's how it was. That's how it should be. Guys that stuck around were really fucking tough. Let's haze. We need to bring back hazing. Hazing was a bitch, bro. I got <laughs> hazed. So did I. In all sorts of different ways. Yeah. I don't entirely agree with all of it, but I'll tell you what. I'm a tough motherfucker today. I don't agree with all of it, but like the the type of jujitsu things I went through, I, I wanted to go through. I wanted to run the gauntlet. I wanted to take my shirt off and get beat by those bells severely. It hurts. I wanted to get whipped Bro, severely. I've dude. been I've been in fights. I've been in It hurts. Getting hit with a belt, that hurts so bad. I didn't have to do it from my black belt, but I wanted to. <laughs> I did it from my brown belt. That shit hurts. I took my shirt. Dude, I ate it. I, I walked it. I, I wanted walk. it. I just ran. I ran the first one. Eric Shingu made me run the gauntlet for every stripe I got on my white belt. So <laughs> by the time sadistic. I got to blue belt, it was what the fifth stick person. It was my one time he had us all running around the mat and he had everyone in the center with belts whipping us as we ran <laughs> by and we had to jog as they just beat us, dude. And Ernest, I have video of, I got to find of Ernest and he's got this evil smile and he's striking us dude and like him and chuck are laughing <laughs> like whipping the and before that i used to think i don't want to hit people on their promotions it's not right but then when i saw how they beat me i totally changed my mind i started whooping people i hit the <laughs> fucking girl one time so hard dude and i felt really bad because they said hey even the girls are gonna run and i was yeah. like okay and i was first in line and she went and i whacked her and the whole line stopped and was like freeman <laughs> the fuck dude i was like oh shit i'm sorry i thought we were hitting the girls like i don't know <laughs> i didn't know bro it reminds me of it well i'm gonna tell one more wrestling story. yeah go ahead it's, this involves stefan bonner and phil baroni in las vegas of course it does this is a great story so stefan is not always the most coordinated person he breaks things he's he's known his whole life he's broken shit like your old man okay he breaks things he's doesn't know so he didn't understand exactly how worked wrestling was he didn't understand that you don't body slam person the person take the person puts them in the position and they take the bump right he didn't get none of that right now phil uncle being captain lou albano has got a good understanding of pro wrestling okay. and how it works. Like he doesn't right. really grab, he knows how to, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So they're doing these drills in a wrestling class where you're supposed to get hip tossed, right? With this. And so where you run it, you run at somebody and they hip toss you. What's supposed to happen is you're doing a bump. You're doing, you're flipping over and they're just guiding you. <laughs> right. Right. Stefan didn't get the fucking memo. So, it's his turn to let the girl hip toss him. He, he's, he's thinking that the girl somehow is going to hook his arm and just throw him over his shoulder. He runs as fast as he can, and he runs this fucking girl completely <laughs> over. He fucks her up. Laser out. Laser out, because she can't hip toss him. Flattened. Flattens him. Gone. Gone. Done. Pancake. Gonzo. Over. Over. Fuck. Forget about it. What does he do? He's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah, a lot of pro wrestling is you doing the work, right? The guy getting thrown's doing most of the when work. When you're working shit, yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy is, you know, he's working. Have you done the straight up and down suplex? You know where you? Yeah. Is that 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 seems like the scariest of all, dude? It's not as scary as it seems. Fuck. What's the scariest move to be put in? Just, I think everybody's different. You, what for you? I'm not a big fan of getting power bombed. No. 
because I'm getting I'm getting discom like I want I, I want to feel like I know where I'm at at all. Time. You don't like the weird. When I'm getting twirled up for one second. I don't quite know where I'm at from up or down. Yeah, I could see this. I don't like nobody power bombing me. What about the Razor Ramon style power bomb when he pushes? Fuck, I don't I don't want to take that. No, not really. It hurts. I don't know. I've never taken it. I, I used to do that to my kids. I'd, I'd raise a Ramon crucifix them onto the bed. Bro, my last... Um, oh, my God. This was... Go back and watch this video. It's an Ugwa video. This guy named... Um, um, God, what's this? What is, what is Ugwa? This guy's name... U-G-W-A. This guy's name is Sin. It's a real big motherfucker. They, had these, they do these death matches there. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. So there's this little dude named the Phoenix Kid. Uh-huh. Right, so they have a stage, and they have a ring below the stage. Okay. So Sin takes this little motherfucker, and he he's going to give him the razor's edge, but it's the razor's edge from the stave stage to the ring. Oh, I got you. Okay. He launches this poor little soul. The way this guy lands, it's unfucking godly. Did he get hurt? It's, yeah, it's hard to even watch. Yeah. I thought him he up. killed him. He thought he was him. dead. Yeah, he fucked him up. I thought so. Uh, yeah, he fucked him up for sure. Yeah. But um, somehow he survived. Why did he do it so wrong? Like, what was the I, fucking... I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think he just launched him. And I, I think when you're doing a dangerous move like that, the guy that's taking it's got to just really, really, really know what he's doing. But there's no room for error. And the guy that's doing it has to, like, fucking let off the gas, I don't too. know if there's... The way he did it, I don't know if there's a way you could do it without laying off the gas because you had to... He had to clear... There's an area where you have to get cleared, where you got to get thrown. Yeah. So you got to launch them. I, I, I've never, I would never do this. I would, first of all, I would never take that move in a bazillion, gazillion, trillion fucking years. I tell you to suck my dick. Sure. Um, and I would never probably give that one either, but I don't know how the motherfucker took that. What about like McMahon jumping off of shit and Shane, Shane McMahon. Nuts. He's a millionaire jumping off the top oh, of the oh cage. Oh my God, dude. The high, it's frightening. Yeah. Some of this shit is frightening. Yeah. Some of this shit. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I hate. What I'm horrible at, and in practice, when they say we're going to do this fucking move, I fucking cringe. I hate wrestling practice. I hate it. Do you? I hate it. You don't like it. It scares I you. I hate it's it. It's like sparring every time. Uh. I hate because most people can't tell me what to do, but my coach, Vinny Massaro, kind of can tell me what to do. Yeah. A, you know, there's people like a boss me around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he wants me to do a, a the back body drop. Oh, I don't like is that where they lift you. Yeah, I, t I take that shitty every fucking time. I wonder why. I just I can't know. get used to it. I just don't like it. Yeah, there's. I, I am big up top. Yeah, and I don't get over well. Oh, I see. You don't, I don't like get over slammed. that great. Yeah, I, no, a body slam I can take all day. I can. Get yeah, but like when somebody slam. like flips you all the yeah, head, head, like head over it, heels, like I don't, and it goes it almost goes against what I've done for 15 years is, is letting guys throw me off my feet. Right, right, right. I've been pacing down my whole life. It's hard I'm to fight like, that instinct. Oh man, I hate I hate that fucking sh I hate it. I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah, man. Let me read some reviews real quick. Uh, we haven't got many. We have a new one. The last one just said I miss Valtrex talk. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Valtrax. Valtrax. So, yeah. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Well, I'm glad that you can come back on, even if we couldn't get uh, homeboy JT money. It's always good to have Big MF in the house. You, you've grown. I got some students that really dig you, man. They want to meet you in real life. In fact, they've asked if I would... 
if they could meet you. And I told them that you do come into the gym, but they just, they missed you. I don't think people put two and two together when you come yeah, in the it's, gym. It's, it's big MF. You, you don't come into the gym much as big MF. You're just like, you're more in training mode. Yeah. A lot of people want to train with you. They want to meet you. I should do an autograph signing session. Big MF. Tell them to tell these mother, tell, ask, come to your wrestling these show. These motherfuckers are like, I want to ask them why they never came down to my fucking shows. Right. That's what I want to know. Yeah. There you go. That's a good point. I told them not to. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude, we had one coming up in Lodi that was big time wrestling. It was going to be at the Great Bowl. It, it was a big show, man. It was going to be dope. It'll get back to it someday. Hopefully soon. I, I hope. hope, dude. It's depressing though. Cause I'm, I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, I can only take so many. Bumps. I got some. I got an idea. I want to talk to you though about off the air that I think would work. Really? Yeah. I don't know why no one's doing it. To be honest with you, but I'll talk to you about it. All right, dude. That's a good show. I think we got to wrap it, dude. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I want to remind you guys to check out Inside BJJ on Instagram, iTunes. Follow Big MF. Go to at Big MF two o nine. Hit him up. Go see his wrestling show. Say what's up. Uh, check out the 209 Pro Wrestling Academy and check out Next Level Pro Wrestling. As soon as this shit gets off lockdown, we're doing big things. Big things, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we'll catch you guys next time.